It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Hype Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with our next guest who has some badass new music and a really cool video, too. So let's welcome to the show Kevin Ridley from Thanes and Thralls. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for for the interview. Great to be here in America, which is a, a big change for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, I actually go over onto the other side of the pond quite often for my interview, so uh, it, it's like second nature to me. Oh, good. There's so much good music where you are. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's okay. I was going to say that the the stuff that we tend to do, it's gone it's gone worldwide, but it, it predominantly happens in the in in Europe. I think the the folk metal thing is a particularly european thing i think it is i mean uh i i would say that you had bands like uh you know uh, dropkick murphy's are pretty big over here and then uh oh, yeah yeah you know so there's a few of them that are pretty big over here but you're probably right because it's kind of like i don't know your part of the world it, it, they're like uh just no pun intended drinking songs a lot of times <laughs> like <laughs> there's a there's a lot of that yeah there is a lot of that yeah you go to it's like party music i think yeah you go to the pub and you're just like uh wow hey you know you hear that stuff all the time the whole pub singing and stuff it's really cool and that reminds yeah. me of your video yeah. because your video was really cool because you have so many artists involved in this song and this video, and it was pretty cool how, because of the pandemic, you were able to think outside the box and do something positive with the lockdown and have all these artists, you know, send in their videos, and then you just incorporate it into one video, and the video came out really, really cool. 
Yes, yeah, I was really lucky. Um, to be honest, it was a little bit of an afterthought. Uh, the album has about 25 musicians on it. And when we were doing it, it kind of occurred to me that it would be nice to for people to record it a little bit because we were all it was all done in the pandemic lockdown, as you say. And so when they were doing a little part, I said, could you could you record your yourself doing it, you know, your your bit uh, to as many of them as I, as possible? And I, I was lucky I got about I think it's about 15 or 16 other people on the video uh and fortunately as you say i was able to sort of build that into uh the one video which showed everybody trying to give the impression of everybody playing playing along to doing this song you know um it's the only one where we have all these people in so that's the one of the reasons i wanted to put it out first so people could see everyone that was involved in it you know absolutely and I, I just have to tell you something funny, too. In the past few interviews, I've been talking about, you know, live music coming back after the pandemic. And what, what I've also been saying is after all that time of no live music, I was happy to go to a show if there was if somebody playing a recorder on stage, I wouldn't have cared. And then I saw your <laughs> video and I saw the whistle. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so funny because I've been talking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, obviously that's the, when I started this, it was a, a couple of years ago in the, the first stages of the pandemic. And so we were all kind of stuck in the house. But now um, the next stage is obviously to put the band put our ba a touring band together to actually play the album live, which won't obviously won't have the, all the 25 musicians in. Album launch in a few weeks' time, so we're slowly getting bookings coming in. We're confirming bookings nearly every every other day now, you know, for, for festivals and things like that happening in the summer. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, totally. I, I You know, I'm kind of excited because, and I'm kind of nervous too because I'm supposed to be going to Hellfest for sure and maybe download... Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited about going to those festivals, especially with the lineups this year. But then I'm nervous. Yeah. Are they really going to happen? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Hellfest looks like a tremendous uh, festival this year. They, it's like they have the last two cancelled festivals all in one. It's a huge, huge festival this year. And hopefully, hopefully this time it goes ahead. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we're, it looks like we're coming to the end of the pandemic. And then, of course, we have this conflict going in Ukraine. And then uh, I'm sitting there scratching my head going, oh, man, that better not put it. <laughs> Throw a kink yeah. in this. It's kind of what else What else can go wrong, you know, the last couple of years on just when we think something's coming to an end, now we've got a big problem, another problem in Europe. To I don't know, don't know what's going to happen with that. Would like to, to get a quick resolution to that, you know. But it's been a difficult couple of years for anybody involved in music. That's one thing for sure. It is, and I'm so glad that you like. I was reading stuff in your bio about you talk about the positive side of the pandemic, which is this project and this music. And I've been saying all along that. <laughs> There are positive sides to pandemic, especially for musicians. There's a lot of negatives, but musicians mm -hmm. finally get to like jump off the hamster wheel, slow down and, you know, really create, you know, opposed to creating on the fly. It's like you really have a chance to really think about how you want the music to sound. Yes, yes, that's true. I mean, you know, I mean, 
it happened to me in a way with the lockdown. You're sitting in the, in my case, in the attic here with a with a guitar and computer. I'm thinking, well, what do I what do I do here? You know, and then slowly this germ of an idea came together. And as you say, it, could, it was great to get be creative for for a while, and then to to ask other people to get involved and found that they were in the similar situation. You know, um, so you could ask people. This was all across Europe, in Ireland and uh, in uh, Finland and all over, um, just as if they were to contribute some little bits in that time. And everybody, the, their response was amazing. Everybody was really positive. And as you say, they had the time to, to record their parts and and do the video as well. And a lot, I think a lot of people would spend some time writing, like you say, and without having any doing it on tour or anything on no pressure or any deadlines just to to maybe try and do something different as well uh, away from the usual i'm in another band where, well all the, nearly everybody involved in this project in, in other bands so we still got that ongoing but this was more this was an addition as a as a new project as well um and i think creating things creating things together with other people collaborating uh, is a, a, a fantastic experience and a, a really positive thing to come out of like say what was essentially two years lost in terms of gigs and uh, and of course income and things like that you know yeah you know it's interesting too that you bring up about collaborating because that's something i've noticed over the past couple of years too that probably in all my years uh i i think it's the most collaborations i've seen yet yeah I agree. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, I, I mean, it's the pandemic that's done it, but there's a lot of cooperation between artists and a lot of support, which is really, really good as well. It, um, we with this, a lot of this came off the back of uh, the we the last gig we did was in Japan with some of the guys on this bill who had invited us to go, and they they actually um, are, are on this album as well. And that stems from that, you know, from meeting up at festivals and being on tour with some of these guys and staying in contact and saying, you know, let's try and work on something together outside of what we normally do. Um, and this is this is one of the results. But as I think there's a I'm not I don't think I'm the only one that's done. And I think a lot of people have, have done similar projects over the last couple of years. Yeah, and I've noticed, too, from a lot of interviews I've done that there's a lot of bands like you that, you know, were originally intended to be like an occasional band or just some fun side project that became a Mm -hmm. reality during this pandemic. Like, they they literally had the time to focus on it and say, hey, I want to actually do this on the regular. Absolutely, yeah. I actually had some gigs booked, which is the, the gig we're doing in a few weeks' time. This was originally booked like two years ago, and of course, then the pandemic happened. But originally, I was just I was jamming with some friends here. I live in Madrid now. I was jamming with some friends, and I thought, you know, instead of just doing the solo acoustic show, maybe if I got a bass player and a drummer, we could give it a little bit of oomph. That would be fun, you know. That that was that was the main that was the starting point. Just just as simple as that but then obviously the pandemic closed it all down and it was okay so what's plan b you know and and slowly piece by piece eventually it evolved as you say in uh, into this big project and now we're talking 
I mean, record labels and obviously CD productions and merchandise and gigs and all this. It's it's become a whole other thing rather than me going to the pub with two or three friends to to play a few covers. You know, I know. And that's wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely it's absolutely amazing. If you'd told me two years ago that I'd be doing press interviews and having an album coming out, I would have thought, that's crazy, you know? <laughs> hey, if you were told two years ago that you would be in a lockdown and not be able to perform, you would tell them they were crazy too. <laughs> yeah. it's it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I remember, as I say, we went to Japan, and it was just the beginning of the pandemic, and I, I think I was the only one that had a, a mask with me out of all the, the, the guys that went, and we thought, no, this is... This isn't really going to happen, you know. It'll be over in a few in a few weeks or a few months. We'll get back to normal and stuff. But just goes to show you how how wrong we were. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, and I myself, I took the cues from the nineteen eighteen pandemic because I think we've followed the almost the exact same trend. It, it mm -hmm. just proves over and over. Yeah. History always repeats. Yeah, to get the first and second and third waves of it. Yeah. Yeah, and people, I mean, obviously when the first, this was done mostly during the first wave, we spent like a uh, 100 days, I think I was 100 days in the house, wow. and we thought, it dipped, and we thought, well, that's that's that, but then they started saying, no, no, there's going to be a second wave, and it's going to be worse than the first, and it was, oh, no, and that, we got over that, and then, of course, um, at Christmas, we went, to, I went to, back to the UK, and there was this new variant came out, which we all got in the family. Uh, the Omicron thing came out. That was a third wave, and that's that's died now. And I'm hoping that that's that's it. I mean, it seems to be we're lifting the restrictions um, across in the countries where we're playing in Europe now. We're still not through it yet here in Spain, uh, but some countries are lifting restrictions, and hopefully by the summer. This year, these, as I say, Hellfest and all these other download, etc., will be able to go ahead without too many problems. Yeah, and you know, it's funny you mentioned December because I normally, like, in the, you know, I go on tour doing music festivals, and you know, the off season is generally, as you know, December till like March. Mm -hmm. And so I usually travel yeah. during that time, and my plans were to go to Europe and spend those months in Europe, and then. You guys got the Omicron, and there was talk of shutdowns again, and and all that stuff. And I was like, oh man, I can't go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, we've been dodging it a little bit. I must admit, for the last few uh, last few months with uh, restrictions here and there, but I've mostly been within Europe, and we have the passports and things here for moving around so it, it hasn't stopped us actually sort of rehearsing because i say we have to move on and get this um the live situation sorted out so we've had to meet up and have rehearsals and do photo shoots and things like this and we've managed to sort of dodge in, in and out of that to get that to get that done so much but hope with an eye hopefully in a few months to start looking at bigger sort of tours and things like that I love it. I love your music. I think everybody definitely should check out the the video for drinking because it, it's absolutely amazing. The music's amazing, but also the just the video itself is amazing. You know, and it's just so cool to see all these musicians collaborating together to make a great song. Cheers, that's great. 
How does everybody uh, reach out to you guys on the web, social media, get your merch, uh, check well, out tour dates, all that? All the yeah, all the normal, all the normal stuff. Obviously, uh, the the videos. There's more. There's another video coming out there uh, next week or the week after the second one, before the album's out in April. There'll be a third one before that. So that's obviously on YouTube under Things and Thrones. The the Rock Shots is our record label, Rock Shots Records. You can find it on there. But Things and Thrones obviously has its own social media. Um, we're on, on on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. We have our own pages. We also have our own website, which is thingsandthralls.com. Um, so, as I said, very soon there'll be merch and all the information about gigs and all that sort of stuff available from any of those places. I love it. Just drop us a line and we can respond. Yeah, I love it. I know <laughs> the listeners you. will too. And uh, I thank you for giving us some great music when we need it most. And thank you for being on the Adventures of Pipe Man. Yes, no problem, anytime. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. Radio.